It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. A deer bursts through the window of a courthouse and a turkey investigates. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's News. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. I'm sure it's going to be amazing, Kevin. Go for it. I'm going to do my very best to bring you guys a newscast that will bring you joy. And we start with sleep. We all need a good night's sleep. And according to new research, the most successful way to get joyful, restorative sleep is filling your bedroom with photos of smiling family and friends. A new study has found that looking at photos before going to bed delivers such a dramatic drop in stress hormones that you'll drift off to dreamland faster, stay asleep longer, Mm. and get the best night's sleep. Man, if that's true, what a great and easy way to take care of that. Never had even thought of it. I mean, well, you know, who doesn't want smiling family faces in their yeah. house? And then if you just got to, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of that is a subconscious look. But, you know, it's not like you're, oh, maybe you are. I don't know. Maybe you're walking around looking at pictures of your family before you go to bed. They're, that's kind of cool, too. And that's I'm looking, you know, at my bedroom now and thinking, well, maybe I'm not sleeping good because all I have is a calendar on the wall that is the Seahawks. And uh, that have that. I have a couple of other pictures. I have the picture of that my church that you guys have seen, the the Rockland Methodist Church, which is a very cool old church. But that's kind of it. I don't have any pictures of family or anything in my bedroom to make me sleep better. I am going to try this and let you know. Do you have pictures of family in your bedroom, Slim? We do. We've got each of us on our end table have two pictures. One of my wife and I, both of us have a picture of my wife and I, different pictures in a frame. And then we both have a picture of Olivia, our daughter, in a frame. Okay, yeah. So we've got, we've got the, whole, the whole squad represented on both sides of the bed. Nice. Yeah, we've got- Do you ever make it an effort to look at them at night, Slim? Have you I ever- probably subconscious. I, I mean, okay. I, I definitely look at it every single night because it's where I plug my phone in. Right. Sure. So I, I definitely look at the pictures every single night. Yeah, that's Just, a- I, don't, I don't go out of my way to look at them, but I know I see them. Yeah, that's a great spot for it. I mean, you know you're going to- you know you're going to plug your phone in, yep. so yeah, that's perfect. For sure. Uh, okay. Well, it's simple. I, I mean, here's the deal. I like it when they give us these tips, and they're simple. Putting up pictures, pictures in the house. Yeah. Really I just love simple. pictures in the house. I think uh, I have three in the in the bedroom, and then I think, oh, I think that one, I think there's a quilt with my father-in-law's smiling face on it, too. So I think, yeah, we have, we probably, now that I think about it, I wouldn't mind more, though. Honey, you want to get on that? It is definitely something I need to print up some photos and, and so get it easy, done. right? That's an easy yeah. fix. So easy, simple. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, oh well, you have pictures <laughs> right. of your family. That's right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you just don't care if it doesn't work. Oh, it's not like oh, you got to change the way you eat for six months and it yeah. didn't work, and then you're just mad. Right. It's kind of like me telling Slim earlier to try, you know, egg flour soup for his cold. Right. Worst it thing that happens. It doesn't hurt any. Yeah. It doesn't help anything, but you had good soup. All right. <laughs> right. Perfect. <laughs> Those are my favorite tips. Story uh, number two. Speaking of good food, Guy Fieri has signed a new three-year yes. deal with the Food Network. I love this. 
guy debuted on the Discovery Channel. You want to guess what year he started doing TV shows? Oh boy. Okay, so I, I would assume that Food Network came around mid-2000s. I'm going I'm to say 2003. I mean, had you not phrased it like that, Kevin, I would have just said 10 years. But, you know, of course, we're phrasing it like that. I always like that. People say, you, you'll never guess. Okay, go ahead and guess. And they go, yeah. 1940. Well, you guys are right there. Slim's a little early. Drivers, Jay, Dine-ins, and Dives was mid-2000s. Jay's a little late. 2006 is when he came onto the scene with, you know, the Food Networks. He was actually started on the next Food Network star Oh. He won the second season of that show. Oh, and he was in a started, contest? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then started Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Uh, he also has two other shows on the Food Network. Do you know either one of them? Right now? Yeah. What's the one I just saw? I just saw one, Kev. I think it's the one that you probably love. I You, you already said Drivers, Dining, and Dives, right? Yep. Oh, uh, he's in the game show. Guys Grocery Games. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then he also has Tournament of Champions, which I don't know anything about that one. I don't have not even seen anything on that. But uh, the new deal will include more episodes of all three of those series, as well as new projects that Fieri is already plotting out for both the Food Network as well as Discovery Channel. I feel like so, he's awesome. one of the most recognizable people in the United States. Jay. Like you might not even know his name necessarily, but you'd be, hey, you're that guy. No pun intended, but you could be like I probably wouldn't get it. I, I don't ever watch him, but I might not get his name right off the bat. But I'd be like, Oh, that's that uh that's that cooking guy. What's he's got a unique look, right? Yeah. To where you yeah. just go, Okay, yeah, that's that guy, that's that cooking guy, that right. guy Fieri. Right. Hey, and you're so that I guy. guess thought, yes, I am that guy. Where literally. is he at? And I looked it up. His net worth, they say, is around $10 million. It's not bad. Uh, they say he's getting around 20000 an episode for those shows. He's doing very well. And I thought, where does he stack up in the world of celebrity chefs? And so I looked up the 10 highest paid chefs. Ooh. I only have a list of 2019, 2020, apparently. Let's just. It, Cancel. We canceled all people making money. But for this 2019 list, okay. Guy Fieri not even in the top 10. I've got two. I've got three for you. Throw a couple out, Slim. Okay. Uh, Rachel Ray. Rachel Ooh, Ray. I, forget, I always forget that. that yeah, number she... six with a net worth of $77.5 million. Okay. Uh, she, of course, has her own signature cooking program she has all sorts of different cookbooks three daytime emmy awards for the rachel ray show so she's a very big star but only number six on the list i'm gonna hit you with my brother's favorite emerald emerald lasagna emerald lasagna lasagna (laughs) comes in at number seven with a net worth of 60 million dollars okay i'm gonna be good for one more this is it and i'm hoping it's number one because it's the first person I thought of after you said Guy Fieri. Because I think they have similar hair flow. And mm. that is Gordon Ramsay, who also has his hair kind of poked up. Like, not as nice and high and tight as Guy Fieri's, but they both kind of get wild and, and high and tight. Gordon Ramsay is one of the most notorious television chefs on, of our one. generation. The British chef is known for his feisty personality, his portrayed 
and mini cooking mm. program, Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares, and the F Word. Oh, boy. He Fried owns food. and operates over 25 restaurants around the world, has published almost 30 cookbooks during his career, and that gets him third on the list. Oh, wow. Oh, serious? With $190 million. Oh, my gosh. Two higher than him. Two uh- higher. Man, I'm trying to think if I can even think of another. I'm trying to think of people on cooking shows. I love the cooking shows. The, the, I don't watch them, but when they're on, I love them. Number four is Wolfgang Puck. Okay. Oh, he heard of him. A lot all of restaurants, heard of, too. We've yeah, all heard of Wolfgang yeah, yeah, yeah. Puck. Heard of him. Puck and uh, mm. he opened his first restaurant in Los Angeles in 1982. <laughs> so he's been around a minute. Uh, Wolfgang Puck is a Dutch chef, by the way, in case I'll, you forgot. I will just say I was in an airport once, and I needed something to eat, and he that he had a restaurant there, and it was like it was the only place in this little wing of the of the airport, and I was like, well, I guess I'll just eat here. Honey, let's go in here and have a hamburger. Nope. Uh, sorry, we can't get a loan for that. You oh, add Wolfgang Puck into an airport? It's just double dipper. Yeesh. What double about, dipper. What about Annie's? I don't know her last name, Annie? but I'm just going to say Annie's from such famous things as macaroni and cheese and cheddar bunnies. Oh, Annie's organic. Uh, yeah, like my favorite. She really just kills it yeah, with the chef you stuff. Know, yeah, she's not there. she cooks it. The top two are uh, kind of <laughs> odd. Nobu. I'm sorry? Matsushi. Hmm. I don't know him or her. Japanese chef has risen to mass popularity in Hollywood thanks to the success of his restaurant chain, Nobu. Yeah, I never heard of him. I haven't I either. Know that one. That's crazy. Two hundred million dollars. Yikes! And the number one. This is a guy that we've heard of. He's been on more TV shows. He's been on more cooking shows than any other celebrity chef. Has really? written over twenty cookbooks. Has opened several signature restaurants around the world. He's in a league of his own when it comes to celebrity chef success. He is worth three hundred and seventy-two million dollars. Oh my good night. Jamie Oliver. Who? I don't know who that is. I don't know. It is a guy that if you see him, you'll you'll go, oh, I've seen this guy. 44 years old. He's been a pioneer in the cooking world since he first appeared on BBC's The Naked Chef in 1999. Yeah, I'm looking at his picture. I've never seen him. I don't know him. Okay. He's a guy I've definitely seen around on some of the shows. I, I don't. But he's, it's weird he, where he doesn't have that show that just sticks out like some of the other guys. But uh, you combine the rest of the top ten, and they barely make as much money as him. Yikes. Yeah, I realize That's... now I don't know any. I would uh, be struggled to get to any of the chefs. After Emeril, Guy Fieri, and Rachel Ray. I always forget Rachel Ray because I always think of her as a TV person. But what does she do on that show? Cooks. Yes, that's yeah. exactly it. She's become a TV personality just from cooking. Yeah, that that's uh, so weird, but it one hundred percent what happened. What about my girl Gianna? Who? Gianna De Laurentiis. Uh, not in the top ten. Sorry. Oh, dang it! The only other ones on the top ten because that she maybe is a ten. <laughs> have you heard of Ina Garten? <laughs> Ina Garten. I don't know. I don't know that person. I don't think. She's number nine on the list. Number ten is Marco. Oh, we know, Ina, we know Ina Garten. We know Ina Garten. That's Barefoot Contessa. There she. Okay. Yes. Never mind. Yep. Uh, no, you are. No, you are correct. That's who she is. Okay. But I, I was, I gonna, I was like, her. oh crud, because that's that's her, and we. She's awesome. Marco Pierre White is number ten on the list. Oh God. 
What about Alton Brown? Is he on there? Now they're all coming back to me. No, he's not. Dang, Alton. Figure it out, bud. <laughs> Spent too much on his glasses. He did. He looks cool, though. Okay. The- I, I, I would like to play a game with you. Go ahead. You said Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri has one of the great shows. Drive-ins, diners, and dives. That show has been to Spokane seven times. Whoa. How many of the restaurants can you name before you miss? Oh, geez. You can help on the text line, 434-8623. Just don't look it up. I'm going to be honest. This is the honesty honesty policy here, texters. How many can we name of the seven places that Guy Fieri has been to in Spokane, Washington? I also want to look up Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene, I apologize. I still can't spell your name. <laughs> like it, it's not slim. like i'm not being been, i'm not hilarious. being rude or anything i just really can't spell it and it's so I just hilarious get this, i get this sound effect all the time oh, i have been going to Coeur d'Alene now for two and a half years and spell spending a lot of time there and i think i finally have it right Fine. I've got two two that's, Coeur d'Alene-ers. He's been to funny, two Coeur d'Alene-ers. That's uh, only guess I would have had would have been in Coeur d'Alene because Hudson's I would have guessed. That's the only place I know, but I'm not 100% sure that's not in Post Falls, so I'm out. I, okay. The one that I can remember for sure is the place by your house, Slim, right? Come on, come on, baby. Come on, Kev. Come on, Kevin. I think of it? Mark Few eats their Chaps. What is it? Chaps is correct. Chaps. Okay, Chaps. Okay, Kevin, and I that know was there's, great. Gosh, and I know there's another one that was like uh, near and dear to my heart. closed until they can let more people in. I believe oh, that is the well, case. Love you, Chaps. Like, Chaps is great. On, he went to Chaps Am I right, Slim, that there's another one that's like near and dear to my heart, but I oh. can't remember what it is? Kevin, there's another one that I used to live next to also, and it's probably my favorite place to go in Spokane because it's very near and dear to my heart, and one of my best friends works there. Oh, Elk. The Elk Public House. Kevin, oh, you're really? on fire. You're wow. on fire. Uh, the texters are trying to help you, Kevin. Do you want some help? Yeah, there was somebody else that I know. Like, I remember thinking, oh, that's a cool deal. And now I can't remember who it was. Sadly, one of them is closed now. And that's what? Peekaboo Neighborhood Bistro. It was there by the Rosars oh. on 14th. Oh, geez. That place was awesome. The new place is great, too. So I believe it's called Root. I believe it's still there. I'm getting a little reckless on what I'm declaring is still there or not. <laughs> I was going to say, right now you're just kind of guessing. He, That's it, fine. Okay, in 2011, he went to Hills Restaurant and Lounge. I don't know that place. I apologize, Hills Restaurant. Right downtown, Slim. Great little okay. spot. Uh, I have heard great things about it. I have never been there. Okay. He also went to Waddell's up on, I believe, the one up on the hill, on the South Hill in 2011, the one with Bob Castle's macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. He went to Ruins in 2018. That's cool, right down there not by like the courthouse area, kind of in the, almost in the Kendall Yards yeah, area. Sweet just... place. And then he also went to, boys, Nordic Smoke That's Barbecue it. 2018. Gosh, oh, wow. That was the one that I needed Our to boys. remember, guys. Our, Our guys boys. from Nordic Smoke. Our boys, yep. Uh, Coeur d'Alene, by the way, the place I, I love but can't spell. Capone's, which is really wow. cool. And then... He went to Jimmy's down the street, which is an awesome name that for a great. restaurant. That's that's know, pretty. Where's sure. that so, located? There you go. Just that's just, oh, that one's just down, down the, the street. street. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I take them and I divide them into little Ziploc bags. Mm-hmm. You count? Do you count them, Kevin James? Or just pour them? Well, by I the count way. them. My you man. count them? Yeah, twenty-eight nuts. <laughs> Thanks, my man. The Jay and Kevin Show. 
on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. You guys know what's very, very challenging other than beat the show? What's that? Uh... 100% containment of a sneeze when you're standing in front of a touch screen. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you can't have 99.9. You've got to have 100% containment or you're going to have a problem. Because snot is like a finger, right? If it touches that screen, yeah, any it's... sort of moisture, and you are, uh, uh, yeah. I've gone to the uh, face and the shirt. I know you're supposed to do the elbow, like the elbow. What do they call it? The eye of the elbow, or whatever. Yes. Yeah, that is you... not 100% containment, friends. Nope. I, I've been a shirt guy for a while, yeah. and I think uh, it is the best way to contain the mess. Not always easy to do the containment. No, no it's not, not at all, and dangerous, really. I mean, honestly, sneeze your ears out of or your brain out of your ears. If you're trying to, <laughs> if you're trying to hold it in, yeah, you can't do that. So yeah, dangerous I recommend game. I recommend shirt. Hey, I did want to say, okay, that's good. Now the problem with shirt is now we're getting into a, a, no, there's a weird a, place. There's a lot of it, problems if with you, it. If you get more than you bargain for, yep. We now you're gonna have to go to the sink and like it's that's a that's well, tricky. But I get where you're coming from. Where it, sometimes it needs to be done. I mean, it's for the safety of others, but then totally. there is the uncomfortable thing where, as if, like you said, you know, if you're like you have a cold right now, and if yes, you sir. did it, there could be excessive moisture, and now your shirt's wet and it's okay against your chest, and that's disgusting. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not good. No, that's not good. Real quick, real it's quick, not. and then we got to play Beat the Show. We're doing music trivia today, do. uh, child, childish music trivia, mm. like actual oh. music, like the class you would take. We're doing that today. But oh, wow. sometimes I know, and we're just going to say it today. Sometimes I know Coach Few listens to beat the show. Yes. If he's listening today by some weird chance, Coach, you are the greatest. We love you. Thank you for everything. 100%. Boys, anything you'd like to say to Coach Few in case he's listening? I can't wait to hug your tight little body. Oh, I can't either. Pull you close to me and just say thank you. Uh, I will say it, I'm sure it wasn't your goal, but after, you, after your post-game press conferences – you made me feel so much better. Yeah, and always, that every time was not easy. So thank you. Also, I'm I'm also want to say this to him. I bet you uh, Julia gets more questions right than him today. Okay, let's do it. Shelly, are you ready to play? I am. All right, here we go. What does she need to know, us, uh, love? Okay, we are diving back into when we're learning about music. Let's learn about music all over again. All right, who are you choosing to challenge today, Shelly? Oh, let's go with Kevin. All right, Kevin, get out. Goodbye. I haven't played for a while, but I feel like I know my music pretty good. Just go already. Play the trombone. Just go already. Goodbye. Put yourself in quarantine. Goodbye. Okay. (laughs) Shelly? Yes? You get a bonus point today. Oh. Hey, yay. Okay. So we're starting with the bonus point because I'm feeling generous today. So we start We start with the bonus point. You have 60 seconds, seven questions. Pass if you need to. We'll get back to the ones you pass on if time allows. Okay. All right. In music theory, what does BPM stand for? Beats per minute. How many beats are in a quarter note? One, two, or four? Uh, four. Is Allegro fast, medium, or slow tempo? 
is staccato, short notes or long notes? Remember, long, long notes. What is the lowest part of the musical range or an adult male singer with the lowest voice call? Uh... Come on, you can get it. I know. I got past for a minute. Okay, you're fine. What group of instruments are drums in? The percussion. Nice. How many lines make up a staff in musical notation? Four, five, or six? Five. Okay. Uh, And then the lowest part in... Bass. Oh, my gosh. You finished so strong. You finished so strong, Shelly. So strong, Shelly. That's what I've always called you. Daddy sing bass, mama You did a great job. I just have a feeling that Wonder Boy is going to come back and get zero. So I'm excited I hope, about I hope so. He's been on vacation for over a week. Although, weirdly, music is going to be his forte, no, right, he, Jay? He does a good job at that, usually. Like, just weirdly, this is going to be the stuff he retained from school. KJ. Yes, sir. Uh, KJ from KJ's Country Love. This is a chance for you <laughs> to, you. to go. <laughs> uh, Kevin J- it's Kevin James from the, the hit list, KJ's Country Love, 20 love yes. songs in country music that is ever-changing but currently has the song Heaven by Kane Brown at number 14. Good to have you on the program today. Thank you. Okay, so here's the deal. These are questions that are going to take you back to your learning days when we were all learning about music and doing things like ta-ta, ti-ti-ta. All right? I truly believe I had one of the greatest music teachers of all times. Rest in peace, Mr. Holman. He was one heck of a man. All right, so what Kev did is he just put the blame in case he loses directly Mm -hmm. on Mr. Holman. So here we go. Kevin, in music theory, oh, hang on. Do you remember how Beat the Show works? You get 60 seconds, and it's got seven questions. Do you remember it? Kevin, what I do is I play some some music. The music lasts... It sounds like it's only 30 seconds. Well, you'll hear it in a second. Yeah, you'll get it. It'll come back to you. I know you've been gone for 11 days, but here we go. In music theory, what does BPM stand for? DJ's Country Love. How many beats are in a quarter note? One, two, or four? Uh, One. How did you get that one? Because there's four, four, four beat, and then it's one would be a quarter. quarter. That was really good. Okay. Is Allegro fast, medium, or slow tempo? Fast. What? Fast. Is staccato short notes or long notes? Staccato short. KJ. What is the lowest part of the musical range or an adult male singer with the lowest voice called? What? Bass. Bass. Bass clef. Bass. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Pro. What group of instruments are drums in? Percussion. Kevin, if you get this next one right, Mr. Go ahead. Mr. Holman. Mr. Holman will have taught you perfectly well, and you will be seven for seven. How many lines make up a staff in musical notation? Get out of here. I am not going to give you the options. It's five. Oh, my God. There's five lines, four bars where the musical notes go, and then, of course, notes go down below and above. But... Shelly, you win today. Congratulations. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Well, you, I, uh... I'm going to give that to, to Mr. Holman. Yeah. Technically, he got all of Fair your Fair enough. He taught me well. I, I, I will take that. So I, I have to. Unfortunately, Kev, since those were not your answers, they were yeah. Mr. Holman's, I do have to count that as a little bit of a cheating move. Fair enough. And give the win to, to Shelly today. But Kevin James, are you kidding? You go on vacation all last week and yesterday, and you come back, and you got seven for seven? Are you kidding? How long is this going to last? Uh, I would imagine tomorrow. Yeah. What time are you supposed to be to work tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way.
The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I just wanted you to know. Kevin James. I said they go, guys, you might want to check that. I'm not sure the shameless one was even me. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. All righty, Slimmy. Uh-oh. Now how about that? Much better. Guys, we are going to talk about the World Wide Web and all the magical things it entails. I love the internet. 1998. 1998. There were 90,000 websites in 1998. 90,000. That's a lot. How many are there now? Oh, jeez. Oh. (laughs) 90 million. I I was going to say, it has to be billions. It's got to be... I'm going to take a ridiculous guess of 201 billion. Okay. That's a little ridiculous. It's in between the two of you. (laughs) Nearly 2 billion. 2 billion websites. Okay. Okay. 90,000 back in 1998. We've probably all been to 90,000 websites in our life, which is a really sad and weird probably. thing to say about. Sadly, yeah. that's probably pretty you close to right. S- we've surfed the entire 1998 internet. Oh, my gosh. So I ask you boys a question as we look at this stat, which is just crazy. From 90,000 to 1.8 billion and growing, what is the website that's currently tickling your fancy? Or what website do you think you go to the most that's not? An email site. What website? Oh, boy. Do you have one right now, guys, that you go to? You find yourself going to a website? What do you got, Kev? Uh, Here's I, why I ask this. Because I think 10 years ago, I think in 2000, 2000 2010, we would have had a website that we would go to. I think you still had like a meaningful homepage when you opened your browser. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And I'm wondering if that's going away, if, you, if people have favorite websites. Like right now, if I asked everybody, everyone in the Jane Kevin family listening now, 4348623, you send in your currently your favorite website. I don't know that there's going to be a lot of them sent in. I really don't think we have favorite websites anymore. But that, I wanted to see if you guys did. I mean, all I do, I'm looking at all my pages that are open right now on my phone. Okay. And it's all stuff that I've you know, Googled and then went there. Kev, it's that's a bunch the way of it is, right? yeah. hotel, hotel in Portland, hotel in Portland, uh, and then a restaurant in Portland. Then it's uh, how to heat up a fully cooked ham. Mm, good to how know. To reheat a ham, uh huh, because that was important to know. Right. Uh, the Oregon Zoo. I have that's stuff good. from that. Uh, I have Easter egg hunts in Tillamook, Oregon. Like all these. It's just that's all I really do, I feel like, is just Google things, and then it leads me down that path of looking at all those pages. I mean, to me, the Internet is so confusing anyway. It's just like you go, oh, I don't understand the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie said she thought it was about. Yeah. Oh. But I've never heard it. Around. I've never heard it said. I don't always see the mark. There it is. Violence at NBC, GE, com. I mean... <laughs> What is internet anyway? What is internet anyway? I will say. By the I way, Brian Gumble also, it was .com, but he didn't know how to say .com because he just thought when he was reading it on the screen that, it, that there, you didn't say the dot. So he just said NBCGE.com and left out the dot. That's so funny. 1994, is, by the way. 1994. 
discussing. That was from 1994. Yeah, discussing on the Today Show, what is the internet? I don't even know what it is. Amazing. I mean, it's crazy, right? We are, it's so second nature now. Google is probably going to be up there for a lot of people, like Kevin said. And I got to say, shout out to Google for making me cry over the weekend. Oh, did you guys, <laughs> when they did did you the guys enjoy no. that commercial? It was so funny you say that because they made me go back. The kids that were watching Man. at the house last night, they go, wait, wait, go back. Wait, I think that was actually really cool. Go back. Because they were talking, and then you know when they were showing the erasing part of the pandemic and you know went from open to closed and all that stuff. Yeah, is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, I just loved it. I, yeah. It was the first one I saw. It was on Saturday, and I was at my buddy's house. We had some people over, and I was trying to do the thing where I'm like not looking at anyone. Yep. And they're like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Nothing. That didn't make me cry. Don't worry about it." But I just thought it was such a cool, a cool Google commercial. They just do it so well. It was funny and because that you said that because right after that, first of all, the whole room that I was in stopped talking, which was took something, and then the one kid goes. Okay, Google making me cry. <laughs> it was just it was catch you at the wrong time. There you go. Yeah, they're Fantastic. real good at those. Gosh. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, there you go. They are the site that probably gets us to see 1.8 billion websites. I don't even know what the internet is. What do you write to it like mail? <laughs> no, a lot of people use it and communicate. With, I guess they can communicate with NBC writers and producers. Allison, can you explain what internet is? <laughs>